0: Welcome to Magic with Gadgets, brought to you by RecipeThis.com I am Samantha, your host, and love to chat about the magic of kitchen gadgets for easy, delicious and cheap everyday cooking. Did you know that we have a free air fryer mini course? Are you new to the air fryer? Let me introduce you to our 5 day free quick start mini course. It answers a lot of beginner air fryer questions, gives you simple air fryer recipes to follow and helps you get confident with your air fryer. You can get it for free at recipe forward slash ebooks or search recipe this for air fryer mini course. And we cannot wait to welcome you to our mini course and help you build up your air fryer confidence. air fryer secrets nobody tells new air fryer users. In this week's episode, I wanted to chat about the biggest air fryer secrets and what everyone wishes they had known when getting their first air fryer. You know, I always wished I had something like this because bearing in mind when I got my first air fryer, it was 2011. So almost 10 years ago now. And you know, I was the first. Nobody had blogged about it. There was, there wasn't a single blog about the air fryer apart from the, um, the odd article in German because Germany was obsessed with the air fryer, but there was no English speaking ones whatsoever. We were literally on our own, totally guessing. We just had the, Philips Air Fryer Manual, which I'd say was terrible because all air fryer manuals are are bad. And we just kind of guessed and we improved and we improved and it's become our favourite kitchen gadget. But if you are new, this is perfect. If you're just getting started with the air fryer, lack air fryer confidence, want to improve your air fryer knowledge and it can work with any air fryer. So let's dive in with 9 Air Fry Secrets Worth Sharing. Number 1. You don't need oil for everything. There are many of my favourite air fry recipes that do not include any oil whatsoever. Chickpeas for example. Every air fry chickpeas recipe that you'll find online will have um, a little bit of oil added, but not with ours. We toss the chickpeas in dried seasoning, air fry it, and you have a delicious snack. Or, of course, grilled tomatoes. You can put tomatoes in the air fryer that you've sliced in half, season them with oregano and maybe some parmesan, and air fry them, and you have beautiful tomatoes. The same can be done with peppers. You can slice and dice peppers however you want and then simply air fry them. Fajitas is the same. You can add your fajitas ingredients into a bowl, toss them and then load them into the air fryer. I've done them with oil and without and I must say I don't notice a difference when I do add oil. And, of course, you can also do the same with French fries or, as those Brits call them, chips. You know, if you are doing chips this way, if you blanch them first or you soak them in soak them in water for a couple of hours, they don't go as dry when you then go and load them into the air fryer. Of course, they'll never be as good as those with oil, but it's an option if you're on Slimming World or Weight Watchers. Number two, smoking only happens with high fat foods. You know, you see a lot of people asking, why does my air fryer smoke too much? And it comes down to the food that you're putting in there. And it's kind of a reminder of maybe you need to change your diet. If your air fryer's is smoking, then it's a food that you shouldn't really be eating, is what I'm saying here. For example... In the old days, we used to always buy Richmond sausages. And when we started air frying them, we used to get a lot of smoke. And then I think one time, they didn't have any in the store. So we were using a more expensive, leaner sausage. Not overly expensive, just like the next price up. And there was no smoke at all. And we found over the years that there's certain air fryer foods that do cause the smoke. For example, we've recently cooked in the air fryer the Beyond Beef Burgers, which is the vegan ones, and I could not believe how much smoke they had in them. And I'm thinking to myself, how much fat is in these burgers? And they were a lot higher in calories than what I would expect for a vegan burger. And it made me realise I would much rather blend some vegetables together and make them into burger patties and make my own vegan burgers because then you know what's going into them number three is dual temperature is a must by dual temperature it's kind of a phrase i've created at recipe this because i just think it explains it very very easy so if you haven't heard dual temperature before it's it's a samantha thing and basically what i'm talking about is When you're cooking air fry food at two different temperatures, don't go straight in with 20 minutes at 200 Celsius, 400 Fahrenheit. Instead, maybe start off on 160 Celsius, 320 Fahrenheit for the first 15 minutes and then use the higher temperature for making your food crispy. It's like when you have an oven... Honestly, ask yourself, when you're cooking something in the oven, do you cook at the high temperature for the duration of your food? You know, I can't actually think of anything that I actually cook on max in the oven for the whole time. You know, when I do like a chicken pasta bake, I'll probably start with a higher temperature and then reduce, or if you're doing a roast turkey, you're only having your, your oven on a higher temperature when you want the crispy skin. You know, otherwise you would dry out your turkey. Well, the same applies to the air fryer. And the problem is these manuals are telling you to do this. And then people are writing recipes based on what they've learned in the manuals. And, you know, the people that are creating these little recipe books that come with the air fryers are not necessarily experienced with the air fryer. So they're just going off what somebody else told them. And, you know, that's why most people when they're cooking fries in the air fryer, they complain that they are dry. It's such a big problem. And number four is extra virgin olive oil spray will be your best friend. It truly will. You don't need to buy anything expensive to make this happen. What I did is I had some old oil that I didn't like that we'd bought to try out with the air fryer. I can't remember what it was now, but it was awful and it made the food taste disgusting. And what we did is we rinsed out the bottle that the other oil came in. Filled it up with extra virgin olive oil. It was a spray bottle anyway. And now we just use that for whenever we're spraying our food with extra virgin olive oil. It's essential. If you're doing something like breaded chicken in the air fryer. What you would do is. If you think breaded chicken in the oven. You would never add oil to would you. You know it just kind of bakes doesn't it. Well if you want the amazing crisp that you can get with the air fryer. What is recommended is that you air fry it as usual, but for the last three or four minutes of cooking, you add some extra virgin olive oil spray. And then, once you've done that, carry on cooking and you'll be amazed by how lovely and crispy it can make it. You can also use the same practice if you've got a recipe that needs a small amount of oil, you can just give it a quick spray, rather than mixing something in a bowl. And then number five, light foods will need cocktail pinning. By cocktail pinning, I'm talking about cocktail sticks that are pinned to the food. And then what happens is they stop the food from flying off. A good example of this is like if you're making a sandwich in the air fryer, you could add a few little cocktail sticks to the food and it will keep the top slice from falling off and going into the vents you can also do the same with any other similar food or let's say you've got tortilla wraps in there because they are very light and they do do a runner given the opportunity i always have some cocktail sticks in my pantry and if ever i'm doing light foods i will just quickly add one or two of them onto the food And next on the list is some air fryers are much more powerful than others. Now, this is a very important lesson to learn, especially when you're following air fryer recipes that you found online. You see, most people, when they provide you with an air fryer recipe, will not tell you which air fryer the recipe was tested with. So let's say you've got, I don't know, maybe the Ninja Foodie air fryer and you're following somebody's recipe that's using the Philips air fryer double XL. Well, the Philips air fryer double XL is the most powerful of all the air fryers that are currently on the market and easily knocks off between five and 10% of the cooking time. So imagine that the Ninja Foodie is known for being Less powerful than other air fryers, anyway. So doing a ninja foodie recipe, you realistically, if somebody if you're copying a Philips Air Fryer Double XL recipe, then you need to be adding another 20% cook time to it. But this totally differs depending on which air fryer recipe you're following and what the person has. So what I always recommend is that when you're doing air fryer recipes and following one, that you take the cook time to about 75% and then check on the food. And then from your own knowledge, say to yourself, oh, this needs five more minutes. Or this is nearly done, depending on which air fryer you have. So do bear that in mind. Seventh on the list is one of my favorites and that is that air fryers can do all-in-one meals. You can literally cook meat, potatoes and vegetables all at the same time in your air fryer. We have done this on many, many occasions. You can also plan your cook times around different recipes that you found online. So let's say you found a recipe online for a baked potato, you know that takes 30 minutes. You've also got a recipe for a chicken breast and that takes 10 minutes less. And then you've got a vegetables recipe that takes 5 minutes less than that. So what you would do is you would put your baked potato in first, give it 10 minutes, add in your chicken breast Give that five minutes and then add in your vegetables and then you've cooked an all-in-one meal. But you can do more than just like that. You can do ones that have a similar cook time. For example, one of our favourites is kind of an air fryer take on a beef pot roast. And what happens there is the beef goes into the centre of the air-fry basket and then potatoes and carrots are added around it. And they all cook together in a similar way that you would cook your roast dinners in the oven. And it's just fantastic for that. Or you can do something more simple, like what I mentioned earlier, like fajitas. So you could do chicken, the peppers, the onions, the garlic, toss it in your favourite seasoning and air fryer it together. On number nine, on a similar topic, you can also convert a sheet pan meal to the air fryer. Just take any of your favourite sheet pan meals, load it into the air fryer basket and reduce the cook time by 20%. That is because the air fryer is quicker to cook food compared to the oven. Then what you do is when you do these sheet pan meals is you make sure the air fryer basket isn't overcrowded, that it's well seasoned and aim for a temperature of about 180 Celsius, 360 Fahrenheit. For example, you could do salmon with baby potatoes and courgettes. You could, you could do like the fajitas dinners. You can do your stir fry dinners. Whatever's your favorite. And, you know, also on the similar style of cooking, those foil packet dinners that you absolutely love when you go camping, they can also be done in the air fryer. And when doing those, what we suggest is that you start off by cooking them for 15 minutes in the foil packet open up the foil packet so that the food has time to breathe and cook for a further five minutes um, with the lid off, missing off the foil packet. And it is absolutely fantastic. It's also kind of a way where you kind of taking your food to kind of sous vide standards. If you're unfamiliar with a sous vide, it's basically when you're cooking food that's sealed up in a water bath. So obviously sealing it up so that it's not getting uh, wet on your, on your marinade or whatever. Like you can use a vacuum sealing machine for this. And the thing about it is, is because of the way it cooks, um, chicken kind of has a poached kind of texture to it. And it's really, really moist. And when you cook chicken in in foil in the air fryer, it's very much like sous vide. So think about it like that when you're thinking about your favourite camping meals. And then last on the list, number nine, air fryers get hotter much quicker than ovens. There is often a big debate over whether or not you need to preheat an air fryer. And let me tell you that I'm married to a chef. He knows about preheating, he's an expert when it comes to air fryer cooking and we only preheat the air fryer about 10% of the time. It's not necessary all the time and that's because the air fryer heats up ridiculously fast. That it's not really necessary. It's only necessary if you want to cook something fast where it's essential it's hit its temperature as you start cooking. For example, air fryer popcorn. If you don't preheat, it takes too long for the popcorn to start popping that you'll end up with hardly any popped if you don't preheat. That's the kind of things where you need to preheat. Or if you're overfilling your air fryer, you know, I know we're not supposed to, but I think sometimes when we're cooking things like uh, a full chicken dinner in the air fryer, we kind of need that preheat. Or when your intention is just to crisp up your food and, you know, it's already cooked and you need it at that hot temperature so you can give it a quick crisp up and then you're done. And then something else to bear in mind when it comes to preheating air fryer food is that because most blogs don't do a preheat, when you're following a recipe, it doesn't call for a preheat. Then you preheat by doing that preheat for two or three minutes first. You can be ending up overcooking your food. For example, when we're doing our YouTube videos, we will record up to uh, 12 videos back-to-back in our air fryer. So by the time the second recipe is going on, because there's not much of a time difference between them, you know, it's preheated from the previous recipe. And I would find that recipes that I'd done a zillion times for eight minutes were perfectly cooked on five to six minutes. And it just shows you that if you do do a preheat, it can mess up your cook times. And I just wanted to explain all these points to you today because I know it's a lot of things that, as an air fryer beginner, you will not know about these. And I look down at this list and I just wish I had had someone there to tell me all this when I got started with the air fryer. And I hope you find it useful.